Welcome to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance with Monique Malcolm, a podcast about brilliant people leveraging their passions to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the course of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast or come hang out with me on Instagram at starchasersonly. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, Star Chasers, this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance is brought to you by my new masterclass, Side Hustle and Flow. Learn how to manage your time, streamline your processes, and run your side hustle without burning out. For more information and to enroll in the class, visit SideHustleAndFlow.com. Welcome to mini-sode number 10. If you want more information about this episode or show notes, you can find them at KeepChasingTheStars.com backslash M10. Today, we're going to talk about how to master your side hustle. In the most recent listener survey, overwhelmingly, many of you had questions or issues regarding how to manage your time, how to manage your energy, how to continue putting in work on your side hustle when you're working a nine to five. And I get it. You want your creative business to grow. You want your side hustle to generate lots of income. But at the same time, it can be a huge commitment and a huge time drain. And if you don't have this whole mastery of your time and your processes and all the different things that go into your side hustle, a lot of times you feel like you're spinning in circles and you're not really getting anywhere. Today, I want to give you five ways to master your side hustle. The first step is to get clear on your goals. And I know I talk a lot about goals and some of you may be tired of hearing me talk about goals, but I talk about goals so often because It just can't be overstated how helpful it is knowing what you're working towards and what your targets that you're trying to reach are. When you're running your side hustle, there's no such thing as free time. Every single hour counts, which means you have to be really intentional about spending your time on the right activities that yield the best return on your investment of time. No more piling things on your to-do list or bouncing between projects. Shiny object syndrome is real. And I know it can be really tempting to hop on a new idea or a new project right away, but you need to be clear on your immediate goals and what you need to do to reach them. So instead of overwhelming yourself with focusing on big annual goals, I want to encourage you to break it down and focus on your goals quarterly. So setting quarterly goals will motivate you to take action today instead of procrastinating. Because let's be honest, if you know the end goal is six months down the line, you're probably going to wait until like four or five months before you really get your butt in gear to start working on that. But if you have smaller goals and you're using your quarterly benchmarks as a check mark, that's going to help you get into gear sooner rather than later. What I suggest that you do is start by setting your quarterly goal. So for example, the final quarter of the year, I'm working on the visionary journal. So my quarterly goal could be to pre-sale the new version of the visionary journal. So after you've set your quarterly goal, you need to break your quarterly goal down into smaller steps. I like to call these milestones. So milestones are just smaller pieces of your larger goal that you use as a benchmark to make sure that you are on task. So going back to my visionary journal example, if my quarterly goal is to pre-sale copies of the new visionary journal, my milestone goals could be submitting the visionary journal file to the printer by a certain deadline. Another one of my milestone goals may be to put together an eight-week content plan. And then my last goal could be learn how to use Facebook ads so that I can promote 
the visionary journal. So now I've taken that broader goal, pre-sale X amount of copies of the visionary journal, and I've broken it down into three pieces that will help me better target like what I need to be working on and what the important parts of that goal are. Once you have broken those goals down into your milestones, assign three action steps for each milestone. So for submitting the file to the printer, my action steps may be review feedback from last year's surveys and make updates to the journal file. The point of breaking your goals down like this is so that you will have a better understanding and you'll have the foundation of how you need to structure your time. Because overwhelmingly, I find that people who have side hustles, they're just not spending enough time doing the high value activities that they need to be doing to move their businesses forward. They're focusing too much on smaller tasks or busy work. So to eliminate that, you're going to start breaking your goals down quarterly and focusing on the bigger pictures and the bigger pieces of what you need to do to move your business forward. My second way that you can master your side hustle is to master your schedule. You need to have a really clear understanding of how much time you actually have to dedicate to your side hustle. You just can't assume that you can squeeze it all in because that leads to burnout. And that is a huge issue among creatives, whether or not you have a side hustle or you're doing your creative business full time. Burnout is real. And so many of us experience burnout. I went through a really rough patch of it myself at the beginning of this year, not managing my energy, not managing my workload and my projects and spending too much time trying to go too hard in one area of my life and not balancing out the rest. So I've previously written a blog post about this, about how to figure out how much time you have to work on your goals. I'll link to it in the show notes if you want to check out that full post. But here's a quick crash course in what I talked about in that post. Grab your favorite planner, your calendar app, Google Calendar, iCal, whatever you have, and you need to block off time for sleeping. So what are your sleeping hours and what are your waking hours? So whatever time you go to bed to whatever time you wake up in the morning, that time gets blocked off. Then you need to block off your working hours along with the time that it takes you to get ready and your commute round trip. So you may work nine to five, but maybe it takes you an hour to get to work and it takes you an hour to get ready. So you need to put seven to six, whatever your that time is for you, block those hours off on your calendar. Then block off all after work commitments. So this could be gym appointments, errands, recitals for your kids, sports, whatever that is, block those on your calendar. Then block off time for cooking, eating dinner, and some time for self-care. And I'm really big on making sure that you have time daily to decompress after work. So it can be as little as 20 minutes to walk around the neighborhood, but build in some time just to uh, decompress your mind after work. Then after you have all of that blocked off on your calendar, take a really hard look at your schedule because the time that's left over, that's what you have left to work on your side hustle. I guarantee that you'll find your time is probably even more limited than you assumed it was. Doing this exercise will really give you a clear idea, specifically after working hours, how much time you have left because you don't want to try to pack your schedule full to the brim. Because again, that leads to burnout. But if you know that you only have an hour or an hour and a half every day after work to work on your side hustle, it makes you much more intentional about looking for the right work and the high value tasks to do and not wasting it on updating your about page for the 10th time this month. Create processes. The secret sauce to running a streamlined side hustle 
is having processes and procedures in place. Now, these are commonly referred to as your standard operating procedures, but I feel like those words sound really scary and overwhelm people when they hear them. So I want you to think about your standard, your standard operating procedures as your brand playbook. This is a document that outlines exactly how specific tasks should be handled in your business. So why is this important? Having your processes outlined helps you estimate exactly how much time certain tasks take. It helps you find areas in your business where you can be more efficient. And for me personally, creating my brand playbook has allowed me to see where my business needed help. And it even enabled me to hire the right type of virtual assistant based on the skills that I knew she needed. So for example, I have a VA now that handles a lot of the podcast stuff. So I do the recording and the editing and she does a lot of formatting. She sends the episodes to our podcast host, all of those types of things. But being really sure about what skills I needed her to have helped me figure out right away if she was going to be a good fit. Because one of my big things is my VA has to know how to use Photoshop. They don't have to be a graphic design professional. They don't really have to know any design except for like basic things. But she needed access to Photoshop and she needed to know the basics of using it because that's what I use to create my graphics. So those are the types of things that you'll be able to figure out and see more clearly if you have your standard operating procedures in place. To get started with creating your standard operating procedures, one of the first things you need to do is do an audit of the tasks that are required for your business. So here's a really quick way that you can do that. Grab a sheet of paper or use a spreadsheet and have a column for your business tasks. So you're going to make a list of all the tasks that you do in your business. Things like writing blog posts or recording podcast episodes, sending newsletters, creating courses or creating webinars, whatever it is. Make a list in the first column of all those tasks, business tasks. Then you need to make three columns and put the following questions in the top of those columns. So is this task required for my business to function? Is this task recurring? And does this task require the same or similar repeatable steps every single time? And then you need to go down through your list of business tasks that you have in the first column and answer yes or no to each of those questions for each business task. Any business task that has yeses all across the board, those need processes documented for them. Any task that you answer no for in the column of, is this task required for my business to function properly? You may want to rethink that task and you may want to remove that task off your list or put it into a batch day when you're doing some catch up work because those tasks that are not required for your business to function properly are not priority tasks and you don't need to be wasting precious time on them. Processes are a huge thing. I've been harping about processes for the last few months to all of my friends that will listen because I realized that so many people don't have their processes down. And I get it. This is something that I struggled to understand and really grasp. But once I did and I started applying it to my business, I realized like how much more opportunity I have to outsource work or streamline or automate things. So processes are like huge, huge right now for me. Uh, so much so that I'm actually teaching a masterclass about this called Side Hustle and Flow. As a part of the curriculum for that masterclass, I'm actually going to be teaching how to create your standard operating procedures and providing plug and play templates so that you can get your processes documented and set up really quickly. So if that's something you're interested in, 
check out sidehustleandflow.com and register for the class. My last strategy for mastering your side hustle is learning to automate your tasks. After you've gotten your processes documented, you need to start looking for systems that are going to help you automate some of that work. There's so many different schedulers, so many different systems that will allow you to schedule things ahead of time or do it once and have that process repeat over and over again. You just need to figure out what you actually need for that to work. A really easy example of automating your tasks is people who have subscribed to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast. Depending on whether or not you're subscribed via email or you're subscribed via a podcasting app, you get an automated notification whenever there's a new episode ready. This is done intentionally. My VA schedules the show to go out at a certain time with my goal being by the time you wake up in the morning, you have a notice that there's a new episode ready. And that's all done through a system. So with people who get that notification via email, it's done through ConvertKit. I have it set up so that every week automatically an RSS feed email goes out letting people know about the show. And then with iTunes, they pull that information from my podcast host, which is Libsyn. They send that over to them and then that sends out a notice to your phone to check out the episode. So this is all done automatically. All we're doing is uploading this information to one place one time and then it gets sent out to several places to let you know when it's available. So that's an example of a system automating a task. Some other examples of systems that you may want to check out are social media schedulers. So things like Buffer, Hootsuite, SmarterQ, email marketing services to send out automated emails or do automated follow-ups. So things like ConvertKit or MailerLite or MailChimp. And then there's calendar services to help you with scheduling and making sure you get people on your calendar without a lot of back and forth emails. So services like Calendly or Acuity, all of those are example of systems that will help you automate your tasks. And that's just a small sampling. Once you have your processes documented, you'll be able to better see like what type of systems you need to be looking for to automate some of this work. But ultimately, if you do those four things, you are one step closer to having a side hustle that flows better and runs with more ease. So if you didn't take notes, check out the show notes because I detailed a lot of these steps there. But as a quick recap, the four ways that you can master your side hustle, get clear on your goals, master your schedule, create your processes, and then automate tasks. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Learn more about this show and get access to show notes by visiting keepchasingthestars.com. While you're there, make sure you subscribe for updates. I'll be back next week. And in the meantime, go out there and pimp your brilliance.